On this week's episodes of High Fives, the guys show the Nash cast how it's done with their top five Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Get to the chopper! So, how have you been, sir? Oh, I've been okay. Um, I'm a little hot and sweaty. I just ran three miles. Don't want to brag or anything, but that shit just happened. Well, you being all hot and sweaty get it's probably going to get all the lady listeners hot and sweaty. I don't know if that's true because there's because uh, the listeners out there can't really see me, but trust me, there's a reason I'm trying to run three miles. Yeah, I, I need should, to. I need to start doing that as well. I mean, I, I've ran three miles before. I've done it. It's been done. But not with any kind of consistency. Not Certainly not with the consistency there needs to be. Yeah. It's it's definitely not a one and done type of thing. <laughs> it's like, I ran three miles. I'm in shape now. <laughs> I'm done for the rest of my life. It's all it takes. I wish it were, man. That'd oh, make you and everything me both. You, you really think, like, like I... I, I've let myself slide a little bit. Kayla hates it when I say I let myself go because I maybe put on 10, 20 pounds since the wedding. Um, well, not since the wedding, but like since I lost weight, like early this year, late last year, like I've, I've consistently been becoming lazier and lazier and thus putting on more and more pounds. So I would say like, Oh, I let myself go. And she's like, shut up. You're like 230 pounds. Like, point to people in the state fair and say those are the people that let themselves go <laughs> right but we're holding ourselves to a slightly higher standard standard than That's random true. person we see <laughs> so so instead of let myself go i say i let myself slide because i like like i have to start working out like over like i used to like i used to be able to run like an hour like i didn't do it often i think i did it one time but i just ran on the treadmill for an hour like i was i was feeling pretty good about myself now it's like i hit the reset button 30 minutes i'm like oh, i think that's about no, that's about enough yeah are you, are you still go. going as fast as you used to um right now i start at 6 miles an hour then do that for 5 minutes then go to 6 and a half and go back and forth every 5 minutes See, that's even better than what I was doing when I was at my best. At my best, I would I was like six and a half was like the highest I would go. And like that was like very rarely was I like feeling good enough to do that. Well, I can remember when we first started, when we first got our gym membership back in, I don't know, like. Ten years ago, something like that. Yeah, it was a while ago, like when you were still living in St. Cloud. Um, like we didn't know how to work out. <laughs> we yeah, just went to the gym like i'm just gonna run on this treadmill at seven and a half miles an hour for 10 <laughs> minutes and i'm gonna call it good <laughs> if i could get seven and a half miles an hour for 10 minutes i would call that good <laughs> it's not yeah you got you gotta sustain it man you, well you that's one way to do it other way otherwise you could just sprint for 10 minutes that's true but i think to get a good workout you'd have to go faster than seven and a half Miles an hour. Depends, depends on what your goals are, man. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess that is like everything else in life. It depends on what your goals are. Yeah, I mean, if your if your goal is just to see how long you can sprint, <laughs> that's that's what you're trying to do. My goal today was to eat half a pizza. <laughs> I ate a whole pizza. I am 
<laughs> I doubled my goal. <laughs> I am exceeding my expectations. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I, I applied for a job a few days ago. Where at? I don't know. Oh, well, I <laughs> hope you get it then. <laughs> oh, it's like I can't think of the name right now. Yeah, well, what, I can't think of the name the right job? now. What, is it, what, what would you be doing? I'm a copywriter. Oh, I like it. Crap, I just realized on this letter recommendation, I don't have the place's name on it. You know how the person's supposed to write to the place? Yeah. I just have the, the, the name of the job and then the address. Whoops. Uh, oh, well. Well, well not, not getting <laughs> that job. Be like, fucking name isn't even on this letter. Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, lesson uh, learned. Next time. You'll know better. Yeah. It's like, I think the place is called like Savvy Sherpa it's in Brooklyn Park. Savvy Sherpa? Yeah. This sounds like some kind of scam, man. <laughs> no, they have a website and everything. Well, the, the, the correct. I guess I stand corrected. No scam could possibly have a website. Listen, listen, if they call me in for an interview and say like, all right, you got the job. You just need to give us 10 grand. I'll give them the money. <laughs> but I'll be very skeptical. But I'll be skeptical about it. I'll be like, I got my eye on you as I slowly push it across the table. Oh, yeah. It's got to be in cash, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so what, what I got to be worse to be like, all right, we need you to take off your shirt and dance. Fuck for a job that gets me out of Target. I'd, I'd fucking dance without a shirt on. <laughs> You it won't it. be good. <laughs> nobody will first. be happy. There's no winners in this scenario. <laughs> but I would do it. Uh, well, I hope you so, get it, sir. So um, here's a little story to sort of let the listeners know how much of an idiot I am sometimes. As so, if they needed more examples. As if they needed more examples. Um, so like a long time ago, you're like, Blake, you, you're a pretty good writer. Um, you should look into finding a job as a copywriter until you kind of get the job you want. Sort of, you know, something mm -hmm. that pays the bills and whatnot. So I'm like, okay. So I like would keep searching. I'm like, copywriter, nothing would come up. Copywriter, nothing would come up. I'm like, Eric said that people are looking for this position all, like, all the time. Like, why am I not finding a job? Um, last week, it dawned on me, I have been spelling the word wrong. Wow. I have been... Spelling it copywriter as in like the law, like the copyright law. Wow. Instead of like writing. So, <laughs> so it's Thursday, amazing you haven't landed a job yet. Yeah. So Thursday, I'm like fucking, I spelt it right. Like fucking 10, like a hundred, somewhere between 10 and a hundred. <laughs> um, jobs popped up. I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> well, so there's your problem right there. So I found a job at uh, what I, I think is Savvy Sherpa, who want uh, they are looking for a junior copywriter, and I'm like, "This is your guy right here." But so you, they, found, uh, you, saw, you found a list of ten to a hundred jobs somewhere in there, and you mm -hmm. applied to one. Yes. All right. Well, all right. First of all, <laughs> you need to start with a much higher number. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm going to. I just uh, I thought you were like, don't uh, worry, I'm going to get this job. Like I probably the one that will. I've applied for. Did you not hear when I said that I was their guy? <laughs> I, I said it in a very cocky tone. That's true. You did say it in a that cocky tone. That kind of seals the deal, yeah. It's true. 
So I will be applying for more um, soon. I was just, uh, that was just one of the things I wanted to do that night. Like I did a little writing and I applied for a job. I sort of updated my resume, though I forgot the one important thing. I Like I put my, I had this job for like two and a half months over the summer that I remembered to put on. And I'm like, hey, I learned how to use forklifts kind of. And like, that was it. Mm-hmm. But I forgot to include the part that I am actually contributing to a website than actually writing. So that's another example of how much of an idiot I can be at times. Yeah, I don't know if this Sherpa is going to find you savvy enough. (laughs) Yeah. So I should uh, probably add add that to my resume, but that's going to make my resume over a page long. And my font is already at eight. All right. You need to take out some. They're not going to read through that whole thing. No, there's barely anything on here. Well, then uh, how can you pop- be? How, how can you already be at a page at a point eight at an eight point font when there's nothing even, on there? I don't even know, man. You, you should podcast, send me. You should send this me this podcast is on there. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's I'm the very sure, last thing. I'm sure they're really. Everybody's going to really dig that. <laughs> well, it's for it's under communication. It's to you know, show that I don't know what it shows. Yeah. I think it's worthwhile. God damn it. Like this motherfucker has a podcast. Hire him. <laughs> he has I two like podcasts. That. I got two of them on here. <laughs> I can pay him double. Uh, that's, the, that's the other thing. They did not say how much they they would pay. Like I, I saw some jobs that were like upwards of $30, but they were like probably... I'll probably apply for those jobs soon, but they seem like they were looking for more experienced people. And seeing as my experience is just above the zero line. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how that uh, turns out. I'm almost, this is very crucial and important. So I need you to lock eyes and pay attention. Focus. I'm on the very, I'm on the very last chapter of Wolfenstein, the new order. So by the time people are listening to this, that game is beat. Booyah. Yeah. In your face. I know, right? And then I got to right. play the first couple chapters over again so I can go get the rest of the collectibles. Well, I finally got my Xbox fixed so I can play video games again. Well, look at you, you savvy Sherpa. <laughs> that is going to be just the new thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. All right. Well, um, the nice thing about it is, like, I sent it in, and they didn't just send me my box back. They sent like a newer, a new box, but it's like the mm. old, old style. It's still the white one. Um, but that one that I've got now has an HD port Ooh. or an HDMI port. So, so you don't have to have that stupid component cable yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> so finally, right, I, right, I right. moved into like this century. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. I'm pretty proud, proud of you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I've finally been getting back into playing. I haven't like I started the Assassin's Creed four, just barely started it. Mm, just in time for the next two to come out. in I know a couple of days. By the time people listen to this, it's probably been out. The both of them have probably been out for a week. So yeah. And um, yeah, I saw that the Xbox One dropped another fifty bucks. Three fifty yeah. plus a game. You can get Assassin's Creed Unity and the well the system itself for three fifty. 
It's so. funny that you can buy an Xbox One, which is after the 360, for less than 360. Ooh. You could also get um, Sunset Overdrive. I think that's a, an, another bundle that they have out there, which is another game that's on my list of uh, must plays, which I might be playing it within the next week, actually. Oh. And also, um, there's a what, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare bundle that is also hitting the shelves or hit the shelves or something. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that game is apparently supposed to be pretty good. And well, you all the Call let... of Duty games are. Well, yeah, they're. The worst one that I've played so far has been Black Ops. It depends on who you talk to. Like, yeah, I would say overall the um, they turn out pretty well, Uh, but they're just since. I guess they just haven't been very remarkable since, uh, say, Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two came out. Like when those games dropped, like Call of Duty was still all the rage and people got super pumped for it. And um, I don't know, a lot of that sort of magic has kind of went away. But um, that's what happens when games go more than four games deep anyway. Yeah. Like look at Assassin's Creed. I think I'm the only person I still gets kind of excited about him. Uh, I'm excited to be playing this Pirates one. I'm excited for that. But (laughs) that game was... um, yeah, the pirate. You got me distracted. Now I gotta talk about pirates. Goddamn. Um, <laughs> yeah, the pirate. The thing that game is weird. Like the um, whenever you're a pirate, it's pretty fun. Whenever you're doing your assassin stuff, it's kind of trite and boring, and it's all stuff you've been do- you've done before. So right. If uh, you keep playing that game and you super like it. Um, I would suggest next, if you decide not to get an Xbox One anytime soon, even though that bundle is a pretty good deal, uh, get Assassin's Creed Rogue, because that's sort of a, not a direct sequel as far as storyline goes from uh, Black Flag, but c- the concepts are the same. Like, you're still on a ship, and you sail, and you do all that sort of stuff. Fun. Yeah, I, I like, like I said, I like it so far, but I just barely started. I've still got to beat South Park. I've still got to get into Call of Duty Ghosts that you gave me. Oh, yeah. That I still haven't played. So. I played the campaign of that and thought it was it was kind of fun. Like, I had no desire to do the mul- I never have a desire to do multiplayer because, <laughs> one, I'm just awful at it. And, two, I don't have anyone to really play with. And... I think half the fun with multiplayer games is to actually play with somebody. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. So like, like I know when I'm playing with you and you kill me, I love listening to you just cackle into your microphone (laughs) and being like, did you see your head? No, because I blew it off. That is, that is the type of thing that I would say. Yeah. I have a voice recording. You just, is that, that your ringtone? It is. It's just you going boom, <laughs> boom headshot, boom, <laughs> boom headshot. <laughs> so our high fives list this week. Should we get into it? Uh, how about we get into the backstory of it? Okay. Well, the whole thing is um, the reason we're doing the high five Arnold Schwarzenegger movies is because our pals over at the the Nash Cast they've got the, their sister their other podcast they're doing 
called the Digital you know, Squirrel Podcast. I don't hold on one second. I don't know if I'm comfortable with you using the word pals. All right. Why? Why, why not? Because we're at a fucking Twitter war. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a war. I mean, it's, it's a war. <laughs> good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Population control. Ah. But yeah. So our our pals who we are at war with. Yeah. Um. They, they do the, the digital scroll podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently they had a, uh, you know, they uh, they'll do something like it's like an anniversary of a movie, and they'll talk about that movie for a while, and then they'll do a high five movie of like, you know, that actor. What are his five best movies? Like recently, they did one that was the anniversary of Ghostbusters. I think it was the Ghostbusters. Yeah, it must have been the Ghostbusters one. They did just have an anniversary. Yeah, and then they did Bill Murray's top five films, and so they like asked people to tweet in and say what their top five were. And uh, the, my top five list that I sent to them was number five, Stripes, number four, Rushmore, number three, Ghostbusters 2, number two, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, and then number one was Ghostbusters. So I sent that to them, and they let, read that off on their show, and then they, they did theirs, and they put on, like, Groundhog's Day. and um, Well, Groundhog, Groundhog Day is... Clearly the best time loop comedy. Yes, I'm trying to, to ever think be of, written. I'm trying to think of a different one. It's a it's a very tiny genre, but it's there. <laughs> you just gotta look for it. I guess yeah, I guess that's true. It is probably the best time loop comedy that exists. Romantic so, comedy, because yes. there is a little bit of a romance going on. Yeah, it's got too much Andy McDowell for my liking, but I think and that's not enough Andy, Chris Elliott. Not enough Chris I be, Elliott. <laughs> I believe that that's what Andy McDowell says to herself. Like I'm in, in the this mirror movie too every much. morning. Yeah, she like <laughs> looks at herself in the mirror and she's like, "There's just too much Andy McDowell in this mirror." That's what I say when I look in my mirror, but not Andy McDowell. I don't say that. There's no Andy McDowell in my mirror, but I'm like, oh, there is too much Eric. In my mirror right now. I need There's, to go to the gym. There needs to be less Eric. There, there, in, oh, in general, there needs to just be less of me. I'm pretty sure our listeners can agree. But yes. Uh, mm. that, so that, that's kind of how it it's got started. Then they did, um, for the anniversary of Terminator, I believe, um, they did the high five, the top five Arnold movies. And they neglected a movie that I'm very passionate about. So um, I, I gave him some hell on Twitter. Yeah, and- this is when the shit hit the fan. And you kind of pulled me into this, which I kind of take exception to. Well, here's Mostly the thing. Because, hmm. Th- they were like, fine, like you don't like our list. What, what's your list? And I was like, what? You do know what this show is called High Fives, right? You, you really want to do this? You want to call down the thunder? And get your own list. So, yeah. So, I pulled you into it. And I said, yeah, this is what's going to happen. We're going to do a high five Arnold list. And it's going to blow yours out of the motherfucking water. Yeah, and I'm just super psyched about it. Because I get to kind of show off my vast knowledge about Arnold Schwarzenegger's filmography uh, to the masses. Because it's 
he he was in Terminator. He was. You know, and he was in Terminator Two. Yeah, he was in both of them. And then, like, I'm pretty sure he did a Terminator Three. Yep, yep, he was in that one as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was a Terminator Four, but I don't think he was in that one. No, that one wasn't Terminator Four. That one was Terminator Resurrection. Or something like that. Salvation. Salvation, thank you. Resurrection. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. There's a movie name with the subtitle of Resurrection. See, I don't be. know if... So, I don't think he's in that one, but they're, they they have this scene... Like, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw a clip where they have a scene when... I don't know if it's John Connor or that other Terminator that's a good guy. I don't know what his name is. But they're fighting... Um, Young-looking versions of Arnold Schwarzenegger because those are the ones that they send back. Yep. You know, back when Schwarzenegger was uh, just a mm-hmm. just a babe. Yep. So, I I don't know if you could technically say he's in that movie. I wouldn't, but you know. But yeah, and that I think I heard that they were making another Terminator now. They are. They are. I think it's like it's spelled weird. I don't know. Is it I just forget the name of it? Is it Termin and then the number eight and then no R? Terminator Terminator spelled just fine. Oh, um, but it's the subtitle is like Genesis or something. Oh yeah, and it's spelled weird because um, it's Genesis, but the S is S Y S like Genesis Systems. Genesis Systems. Yeah. Hey, I got it right. Are you kidding? <laughs> Me? Yep. Uh, it's Terminator Genesis G E N I S Y S coming out in 2015. And boy, people are excited. Who is? Nobody. Oh. Not even Arnold himself? I don't think so. Is he in it? I believe so. But yeah, that's why that's why we're doing the high fives that we are today. Hey, he is in it. Yay! Good for him. I'm glad he's getting <laughs> work. So, yeah, stick around, and right after the break, we'll launch into our high fives list and blow those casters right What are they? Kablamazamo. First, we have this amazing Vitamix stainless steel blender, and over here, we have a killer vegetable chopper. Now, if you do a lot of slicing and dicing, this is the chopper for you. Chopper. Well, okay, so the, the, now I've seen both of the products, so there, tell me about it. You know it, Arnold. Here we go. Now, feast your eyes in this blender here. No, no, we, we all know that this is a blender, so go ahead. Well, let's get to the chopper. <laughs> okay, well, that's coming up. But first, this baby comes fully loaded with tons of high-octane features. Look, we know this is a blender, and we know exactly what the blender does, but let's get to the chopper. <laughs> uh, what do you say we take this puppy for a spin here? Here we go. Look at that right there. Look at it go. Get to the chopper! All right, now sit down, kids. I almost forgot to mention that the the two the HP motor here is a two-peak HP motor. And once we get that going, you're going to really want to see... Let's get de- to the chopper! All right, let's, we'll Let's get, get to the, the chopper! All right, well, folks, we're going to take a quick... Man, you're, ca- you're writing out checks my ass can't cash. Hey, we're talking about Arnold movies, not Tom Cruise movies. That's a line from... Yeah, I got it. The greatest volleyball movie ever. Calm down, buddy. The most homoerotic volleyball movie ever. That's what I I said. The greatest. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Do you want to start? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll first shut up. 
Let me answer your question. I will go first. Okay, Blake, you're going to go first. You're going to kick us yes. off. You're going to start us you off are, strong. I need you to bring it down. <laughs> expectations are way too high. <laughs> too much energy, think, too high of expectations. Yeah, that one thing that I've learned as my in my brief time as an entertainer is there is too much thing as – too much thing. Yeah, there, there is, is too much thing. <laughs> way to lower there, these expectations on your own, Blake. There is – there is a thing called too much energy. You know, you got to, if you're entertaining, you got to keep the energy low. You want low energy. You want more Stephen Wright, less Andy Dick. There you go. You got to <laughs> definitely, yeah, Andy Dick is not the way to go. <laughs> All right, and, well, kick um, us off then. Start with your number five. Well, first, I want to say, haven't seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in like, I don't know, 10, 15 years with one exception. And that being my wife sitting me down last year, back when she was my fiance, and had me watch Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger starring across from uh, Sinbad, of all people. And? And um, Bill Hartman, he was in that movie. Yes. Yes. He played the neighbor that tried to score with Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. Haven't we all done that, though? Isn't Uh, that... See... First, if I was Phil Hartman, if I was doughy-assed Phil Hartman, <laughs> I would not look at Arnold Schwarzenegger and be like, I think I could get his wife. <laughs> I bet his wife is missing something, <laughs> and I can be that something she's missing. <laughs> not, only, not only does that just, that's far-fetched, but even if he does, do you really want to gain the ire of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Well, in the movie, he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes, because he definitely does not look like a muscle-bound freak in it at all. No. but he does, know, Here's the thing. He does not tower over Phil Hartman in the no. least. Um, but that movie was shot, and I believe set in Minnesota. I mean, I don't think they make, make, they make a lot of reference to it, but I think it's like it's supposed to be in the Midwest somewhere. That sounds about right. I mean, there is snow, and the last time I checked, snow only exists in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. The last time you checked. Yeah. I haven't um, checked in a while. <laughs> um, but um, the thing is, like, in Minnesota, a guy with the name Schwarzenegger would definitely stand out. I mean, he kind of stands but, out anywhere, doesn't he? But like you said, it wasn't Schwarzenegger any, in that movie, so. Exactly. To Shay. Uh, yeah, I don't so know what we're doing anymore. Excellent writing by giving him a name that was not his own. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to hear my review of that movie real quick? Real quick. Let's let's hear it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is it oh, in your what? top five? It's Is... not in my top five. Okay, then, yeah, let's hear your review. It's not too bad. Oh, okay. Like, really, it's better than... It was a struggle. Well, I don't want to say struggle to get me to watch it because, like any self-respecting man... When your fiance says, hey, we should watch a movie, you don't put up any argument. You're just like, yes, yes, ma'am. We you think, will watch you this movie. It, it, worst, thing, worst case scenario, if the movie gets too bad, you just turn it into a makeout session. Well, stepson was there. Oh. That would have been awkward. But no, the, like, I really didn't want to watch it because what I remember from that movie, it was like being complete. As Scott would say, shit. 
He says, motherfucker didn't like Surf Ninjas. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, complete. Oh, now I'm on this. He completely doesn't understand the appeal of the movie. I know. Like, no, it's not a good movie. It's fucking called Surf Ninjas, you motherfucker. <laughs> I love when you like get you, going. <laughs> like you sit down, and you think, think you're going to be watching Citizen Kane or shit. Like, no, it's a little kid with a fucking Game Gear that doesn't have a cartridge in it. What do you think's going to be in it? The main antagonist of the movie is Leslie fucking Nielsen, not Liam Neeson. You goddamn! Oh, that movie would have been so different if Liam Neeson had been that bad guy. And also, listening to that podcast, you must have said like four times, like, and this kid that turns out to be Liu Kang later. Like, no, he was the fucking pizza delivery guy from Ninja Turtles. I believe okay? we covered that plenty when we gave him the challenge, too. I believe we said that over and over. I mean, if you have seen Mortal Kombat or Ninja Turtles and then watch Surf Ninjas, you would say, like, this kid is definitely from Ninja Turtles, clearly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He ha- what was the thing he was he was in the rundown recently though wasn't he? Well, as recent as uh, the rundown yeah. was, but like yeah, he played a guy that kicked Dwayne the Rock Johnson's ass with karate. With karate, like or jumped out ninjutsu. of trees and shit. Maybe ninjutsu because he was a surf ninja, and he was also a ninja delivery pizza delivery boy. Exactly. So his resume is outstanding. <laughs> Filled with ninjutsu. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, should we just All right, see so, you next um, week? <laughs> I think that's it. We covered everything we set out to cover. Um, I called uh, Scott a motherfucker a few times at least, so I'm good. I'm sure. Set. There's yeah. not, there's, I mean, what else from Surf Ninjas can we really... I mean, they did not mention at all about the Knives of Kwan Su. Yeah, like that made the movie for me. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie and you should stop, do yourself a favor, stop the podcast... Watch the entirety of Surf Ninjas. Even if you have seen it, stop <laughs> this shit right now. Watch it's on Surf YouTube, Ninjas. man. Watch Just go Surf over Ninjas. there. Give it a watch. Especially the part when they're trekking through the jungle and Rob Schneider's yucking it up. Yeah, because the whole thing is they're on this search to find the knives of Kwan Su. And they're like, um, we need to find this area. And they're like, why? What's in there? And he's like, something very valuable. He's like, money? Jewels? And he says, no, something money can't even buy. The knives of Kwan Su. And Rob Schneider goes on the best comedic rant of his life. <laughs> he says, knives? That's what we're risking our lives for? Knives? That's what something money can't buy? <laughs> One time I went into a cutlery store. I said, here's $100,000. Can I buy a knife? They said, no. Money can't buy knives. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, they're trekked halfway through the jungle now. And he's like, uh... Continuing on their trek, they became they came across a large rubber tree plant. Unfortunately, they were unable to cut it down because, as we all know, money can't buy knives. Walking around the plant, they continued on their journey. <laughs> um, well, then, now you don't really you don't really need to go watch it now because that was pretty much what the only thing to. No, I love the only that reason movie. he needed it. the I, whole thing. I love the whole thing, man. Like, there's a part where he's like. The girl that like he's got an arranged marriage with in the in the movie, uh, like she gets kidnapped and he has to go rescue her. 
And like his big line when he gets to like wherever he needs to rescue her, he's like, hey, get your hands off my Betty. It's like so <laughs> early 90s, like to have that slang. Oh. Um, I do have to um, commend the guys at the over at, it was technically uh, the Digital Squirrel podcast, right? No, no, it was the Nashcast. Uh, this was the Nashcast. I can't tell the difference between the two of them. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> It's a small difference, but it's a difference. Yeah, small one, but it's there. Um, they did realize that, uh, and not many people do this, they did remember that Rob Schneider was in both Judge Dredd and Demolition Man. <laughs> a movie, two movies he has no business <laughs> being in. But unfortunately, he couldn't see what the, the good, he couldn't see the good in Surf Ninjas. I I think yeah he just needs to take a class in lowering his expectations. He need he needs to listen to this show more often. Basically, exactly. Here's the thing: I majored in film studies in college, so if I like a movie, you have to like it too. Otherwise, you're an idiot, right? I mean that's how it works. I majored in film, yeah. so my opinion of films matters more than everybody else's. Um. See, I briefly lived with a guy that also majored in film and i couldn't disagree with him more <laughs> but here's the thing it's like you go to a doctor you trust what the doctor says about medical things because he went to school so you got to trust what what the film major says about movies because he went to school right i don't know have you ever been <laughs> to the doctor with my mom nope she constantly i don't know why just... it would be i don't know why you would ask me that <laughs> <laughs> She's just constantly undermining the doctor. Like she comes in with her own ideas. Like maybe <laughs> this is wrong with him. Like no, I've I went to school for this. <laughs> that's that's not what it was. Well, did you check? She's got her own ideas. She's got her own theories in her mind. <laughs> she's got the internet. She knows what she's doing. She's prescribing leeches and <laughs> prayer. All right. How about we um before we go on to another tangent. About um, Scott and Sean and other people. How about we get into this? All right, let's do it. Bring us in let's with the number it. five. Blake, number five. Hold on, I forgot what it was, and I dropped my phone on the floor. Oh, dear Eric, God. stall. Hey, watch me do a little soft shoe. Hey. That was terrible. I got it. Okay, shut up. And um, like I said before, I haven't watched a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie super long time. Didn't do any research for this episode, so it's pretty much smooth sailing from here on out. I think I think this is shaped up to be our best episode yet. So my number five is True Lies. For fifteen years, he's been leading a double life. Rehnquist, Harry Rehnquist. May I see your invitation, please? Here's my invitation. Is he in? Harry's in a sales meeting, Mrs. Tasker. What can I say? I'm a spy. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. True Lies, rated R from Fox Video. Now, what is that movie even about? Is it is it basically um, just an excuse for uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger to shoot guns? Basically. But isn't okay. that every movie? I think every movie should be about... Arnold Schwarzenegger shooting guns, actually. It's, um, as far as I remember, 
and I'm I'm really glad that you immediately asked asked me what the whole movie was about mm-hmm. after I just said I can't remember anything about <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I believe it's about this terrorist organization um, get a hold of some nuclear weapons, threaten to destroy some city in the United States. Arnold Schwarzenegger does this whole, um, you know, tells giant people must- to get to the chopper and that it'll be back. No, those are two different movies. Well, does um, he does he say I'll be back in the chopper? <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, they're God, trying yeah. to take my tortillas. All right, calm down, buddy. Uh, um, what movie was that? It wasn't that was a stand-up comedian oh. doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Oh, I like that. I like that bit though. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're killing me. Um, but probably the best part, you know, the the storyline um, in the movie is pretty much you can pretty much guess what it is. Um, terrorists. Somebody, somebody so, tells some lies that end up being true. No, terrorists. Uh, well, see. The true lies, I believe the title comes from the fact that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, whatever his name happened to be in the movie, because I don't fucking know what it was. (laughs) Um, He is like a spy that, you know, he's a friggin' spy. Like, his family doesn't know he's a spy. Um, His neighbors, they don't know he's a spy. Like, he's a friggin' secret agent. And so he, like, keeps the fact that he has this life. He lives this life from his wife played by God knows why Jamie Lee Curtis. She was big in the early two thousands, late. 90s. She had no right to be big in the <laughs> early, whatever the fuck, but she's the um, one who does the, the poop, the poop yogurt commercials now. And that's pretty much as far as her career should have gone. <laughs> but, um, so like he pretends to have this like mundane career and, and hides the fact that he's this super secret agent. And so through the course of the movie, when he's trying to stop this uh, terrorist who is like a balding Middle Eastern guy, like the least intimidating bad guy you've ever seen. Um, there's this subplot going on where his wife is start is like attempting to cheat on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, With Phil Hartman. She- I knew it. No, it's not Phil Hartman. I, it's a pretty, I think it's kind of a big name guy, but I can't remember who it is. Um, but like he, he she's going to cheat on him because she's super bored with her life, like not knowing that he's this secret agent guy. Um, like he's like, for all intents and purposes, a paper salesman or something. So she's goes to meet up with this other guy that says he's a, a spy but he's really not. But, you know, that's the whole another thing. He says he's a spy, but he's not. And Arnold Schwarzenegger um, is a spy, but says he isn't. And like, that's probably the best part of the movie is when um, like they grab uh, this dude and like show him what the life is like really about. And he ends up like peeing himself or something. I don't know. Not the most eloquent description of it, but again, I haven't seen the movie in 15 years, so. Yeah, and if you want to know what it's about, you can go to, you can Google that shit yourself. Why do we need to tell you what it's about? Why are you even here? Yeah, God. Sick of your attitude. Always naysaying. We try to put a good podcast together for you, and what do you do? You're like, what's the movie about? You know what? There's plenty of places you can find out what the movie's about. What you're here for is our, uh, our, our commentary on the movie. 
which is pretty terrible right now. I'm just calling it like it is. That was bad. But before we move on, Tom Arnold's in that movie, too. So let that sink in. Hey, I like Tom Arnold. I did, too. He just... So what, was, what did you mean by that, then, if you like him and I like him? What was that comment meant for? Just, man, like, we like him, sure. <laughs> but we like Surf Ninjas. <laughs> yeah. And also, what business does Tom Arnold have being a spy in so, a spy movie? Trust me. Who is the least likely candidate to be a spy? Tom Arnold. If somebody were to put a gun to your head and say, who on the planet is not a spy? You'd be safe. You'd, you'd think Tom Arnold, but no. It's a complete, it's a, it's a, it's a swerve. He's, he is a spy. I don't know what yes. point I was, I, I got, I lost myself in that Yeah, one. let's just move, let's get away from true lies right now. This is awful. Okay. Well, then my number five <laughs> is Predator. You're in a world of hurt. Showtime, Jim. An elite rescue squad. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> is being led by the ultimate warrior. We need the best. That's why you're here. But now. What's got Billy so spooked? There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. Now, what's this movie about? It's about a predator. Nothing like it. You know what a, you know what a predator is, right? Mm, walk me through it. All right. It's an alien. And, you, well, you know what a predator is. Like, if, if, if you consider an animal a predator, you know what that means, right? Um, yes. But just in case, go through it for anybody else who doesn't know. Well, but tell, I, I know what it is. But you tell me what you think it is. <laughs> we'll see if, if, if I'm right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think that a predator is an animal or creature that stalks and kills its prey. And that's what this predator does. It's like the so best is, hunter in the world. Or so it's universe. like a nature documentary. That's what. Um, there's less David Attenborough in this and more Carl Weathers, Jesse Ventura, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. And basically, the Predator comes to Earth, and this, this army platoon featuring those guys has to kill it. And that's basically the entire premise of the movie. And I think they just do, like, an awesome job, right? Like, Yeah, they, like, they, they kill it immediately, and there's no, like, buildup at all. He just kind of pops up and goes, hey, guys, and bam! <laughs> bam, right in the face. <laughs> right Blow him away. <laughs> With a shotgun. <laughs> Kablam! Wow. No. Um, okay. He actually kills a bunch of members of the squad. And, uh, you know, everybody gets one cool line in the movie. And apparently, like, he sees with, like, heat sent, like, infrared sensors for some reason. He sees the infrared. So he sees, like, your body heat as opposed to, like, actually seeing you. Mm -hmm. So there's a point in the movie where Arnold gets covered in mud. And, like, the mud isn't his body temperature, so Predator can't see him. And so that's how, like, he outsmarts the Predator. Is by basically just covering himself in mud. Yes. How did that species 
reach the top of their food chain? Uh, you know, I don't know. Don't care. So. Like if it's if it's snowing out, they're screwed. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel if it, if it's snowing out, it would make it even better. Because Not every, if they jump in a pile be... of snow. If jumping in a puddle of mud is enough to cover your body your body heat signature, what do you think jumping in a snowbank is going to do? Listen, I don't know why you're trying to poke holes in this movie. This movie is so <laughs> old. <laughs> but it's also got like See, a cloaking device. It can go invisible, and you can only mm-hmm. just tell it because it's got a telltale shimmer. Right. I don't think we really need to go into tell these people what a predator is. Okay. Well, yeah. So they they kill the predator in the end. I think that he kills himself. To kill the predator, he he blows himself up with the predator. I think he does. Doesn't he like tell the female lead if there is one? I don't know. Um, to like get out, like probably tell her to get away or he something. Tells her to know. get to the chopper, probably. Probably something like that. That's probably why that line exists. I'm thinking that's actually a line from Commando, but I'm oh, sure. But he right. actually says it in every movie that he's in. If you listen oh. closely enough, he actually says it in every single movie he's ever been in. Get to the chopper. Yeah, jingle all the way. He says it because <laughs> like they're looking for a toy he- helicopter, and like he's like, "Get to the chopper," because he needs to get there to grab it off the shelf. What other movie? What other movie says he's? I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Twins go, Junior. He says I'm gonna it in go those ahead, ones too. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that this episode started off kind of rocky. Um, and I'm going to say that it's maintaining it. Like, <laughs> it's a very middling episode so far, you know, well, which is okay. Cause we need, so we need the lows and we need the middles. So those highs, they look, they look that much better. Okay. So we need these, these average episodes is what you're saying. Right. Cause they can't all be the greatest. They can't. No, I won't let them. <laughs> I'll so, make sure a, these aren't the greatest episodes. Here's an interesting part or an idea that I had about the Predator. Um when that movie was made, Arnold Schwarzenegger was pr- still was pretty popular, right? Yes. Yeah. So like he you could argue that the Predator is sort of should be sort of like a triple A um film franchise. Yeah, you could argue that. What the hell happened to it? Well, the main the guy who was popular killed himself in the first movie. So like it's like yeah. it's the same thing with like Jaws. Like Jaws should be the biggest franchise ever. Like yeah. nowadays it would be. That's true. I go ahead and I will say that casting Danny Glover to be the protagonist of the second movie was a horrible horrible mistake. Don't they know that he's getting too old for this shit? Were, apparently they weren't paying attention, but you know, I once saw caught part of that the uh, part of the second one on TV. Uh, let's let's just say recently. Like okay. who, who, the, who the fuck cares when this happened? Um, I can tell you who's in that movie who should have starred in that movie. Who's that? Motherfucking Adam Baldwin. Yes, agreed. He, he should and, star in most things. Though, if people out there are like one of the Baldwin brothers, no, not related. <laughs> Different Baldwin, still a badass. This is the guy that was in Independence Day and played Jane in Firefly and was in Chuck as well. 
played Jane in Firefly? Yeah, that's right. He pl- he played Jane in Firefly and then Serenity. Yes. That's all you need to bring to the table is what all right, I'm, I'm saying. So- uh, you know what? We've talked about Predator enough. Let's move on. <clears throat> okay. What's your number four? I got to go again. Uh, yeah, oh, my number. Mine, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> my number four <clears throat> is the last action hero. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Jack Slater. Whoa! This hero stuff has its limits. And Jack Slater is everybody down. The last action hero. The big ticket for 93. I'll be back. Ha! You did not gonna say that, did you? That's what you always say. I do. I love this pick. I cannot tell you who stars in it other than Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a kid. There's a kid there. Um, I believe he, Arnold Schwarzenegger, has a sister who kisses the little kid. And it's kind of weird. Um, Rambo. Um, Rambo. Sylvester Stallone stars in as a cardboard cutout. Of the Terminator. He stars as a cardboard cutout. Yeah. It's his starring role in The Last Action Hero. He's there. <laughs> um, and then the antagonists are, I don't know who, the like guy with the red-haired guy with a beard with a weird eye. Yeah. Typical movie villain. But that's kind of what so, the whole premise of the movie is. Yes. It's a great premise. Um, it stars this kid who loves the movies. And I think he sneaks into sort of like a late showing or something. And the... The film operator sneaks him this magic ticket that uh, spo- that lets him go into uh, the movie. So he does, and he meets up with. I think even in the movie, he's supposed to. He's going to an Arnold. I don't think they ever say it, but I think Arnold Schwarzenegger is supposed to star in this movie, mm-hmm. but he plays somebody else. And that's when he, when the little kid goes into the movie, it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's just the character, whatever the, the whatever the he bum, plays, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like. And half of the movie is just them walking around making fun of like action movie tropes or just movie tropes in general. Like there's a they go to the police department and like, of course, the uh, sergeant is just yelling and pissed off all the time. There's a cartoon cop that like the kids really confused by. But everybody's everybody else is just like normal. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just Jerry. Like he's two weeks from retirement. Like what? Yep. And um, the reason that I, um, spoilers, uh, eventually the um, antagonist of the movie gets out of the movie world and runs amok in the real world, which then there's still some more comedy segments where um, you see the Arnold Schwarzenegger's character interacting with the real world and realizing that, like, trying to get used to how real world physics are. Like, he punches the window out of a car and it hurts his hand, and he's surprised by it, but... So good movie. One of the, one of the reasons why I think I liked it so much as a kid was because it reminded me so much of a video game, which. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it, it is. It did kind of have that feel to it. Mm hmm. Um, it was. Yeah, it's um, I think one of uh, Arnold's uh, more fun action movie like, you know, he's had, you know, straight up action movies. That's where his bread and butter was. And then he had some comedy movies which 
kind not of had it. not the greatest, especially junior. I I was never able to watch that whole thing. Um, <clears throat> but this one was like right down the middle. Had you know still a lot of action scenes, but worked in a lot of comedy stuff, and thought it was really good. Yeah, I totally but agree. Here is um, I told you earlier two <clears throat> examples of how I'm not the smartest guy in the world. And I will give, now give you an example of how I was never the smartest kid in the world either. <laughs> so this movie was coming out, The Last Action Hero. And, you know, this is just uh, another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Or at least it was to everybody but me because <laughs> I didn't know how movies worked. And when I heard Last Action Hero, I thought it was, oh, my God, everyone came together and was like, you guys get to make one more action movie. <laughs> And then the genre's done. Like it's <laughs> we're gonna retire just too it. many of them. Put it in a box. <laughs> we're retiring the genre. Everything's gonna be a romantic comedy <laughs> or a cartoon from now on. That's just what movies are gonna be. And so like I <laughs> I remember having these conversations with my family and them just not understanding what <laughs> the fuck I was talking about. It's like there's no more action movies. Like like when I was a kid, like that's what I loved was you know, like action movies like hand-to-hand combat you know shooting bang bang like that whole thing was my jam and so like so then all of a sudden they were just going to cease to be and just my 10 year old mind trying to wrap itself around that was a challenge that is adorable and I was an idiot, and my family knew it. And they did not. They knew it, and they didn't tell me. <laughs> they did nothing to stop it. And it just set me on a course the rest of my life of just being an idiot. They could have. They had a chance to fix it, but they didn't. And I think they did it on purpose. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm not going to uh, argue with the with the uh, idiot comment. Because I, I've seen you. I, I, I know yeah. how dumb you can be. But pretty dumb. We like you anyway. I applied I applied like anyway, for buddy. one job. <laughs> and I'm and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> All my eggs are in this basket. I missed a few things on my resume. <laughs> Didn't do the greatest on that, but I know I'm gonna get this job. It's gonna happen. Just you wait. Alright. Well anyway, should we move on to my number four? God yes. Alright. Well my number four Maybe maybe this maybe it's a movie you've heard of. Maybe you have. It's a movie called Terminator. In the 21st century, a weapon will be invented like no other. This weapon will be powerful, versatile, and indestructible. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. It will feel no pity. No remorse, no pain, no fear. It will have only one purpose, to return to the present and prevent the future. This weapon will be called the Terminator. And yeah, we already talked a little bit about it, but this is the first one where he goes, where he's a robot sent, robot sent from the future to kill Sarah Connor because John Connor becomes the human's hero in the future and so the terminator has to put a stop to that to enjoy this movie you really gotta not worry about time travel so much actually there's like a lot of like theory on the 
Terminator time travel paradox thing. Because, yeah. like, it's a possible future that gets sent to the past, but, like, when he goes back, he changes the future, like, just by being there. Yes, but, you know, through the course of the movie, they eventually destroy the Terminator and the good guys win. Yes. But what's stopping them from just sending back another Terminator? Well, that's what happens in Terminator or, 2. Yeah, but why not just send them earlier? Like, why do they need to be sequential? Well, because the first one got sent back, and so then he altered the timeline. I mean, they could have just sent, like, ten Terminators back, but they sent one thinking that one Terminator would be enough. So then when they send back another one, like, should, should we send more than one this time? No, this one's all, like, liquid metal and stuff. It'll be fine. <laughs> he's, got, he's got this, all right? Well, I I don't listen. I don't know why they why <laughs> Skynet chose to do what they did. Okay, buddy, <laughs> don't ask me to speak for them. All I'm saying is it would be a lot more boring of a movie. It was just like ten robots shoot a lady <laughs> and then roll credits. It would be a funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> it would it would be a funny movie. It wouldn't be worth the price of a ticket though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd be like. I'd You'd be, be like, what? My... A woman gets shot? Sign me up. Blake, that's sexist. I don't approve of it. <laughs> I can see myself sitting with my popcorn and my soda. Like <laughs> and the movie's done in 48 seconds. I mean, it's just... <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, I guess I can't do the theme song, but just like <laughs> roll... roll... <laughs> Opening credits, they just arrive, pop her in the face, and credits. <laughs> it would be, be like worth it. It would be the most expensive, like, practical joke ever. But what? I don't know. Like, why does he need to look human, though? That's another thing. I think it's partially because the time, like, the time travel thing, like, it doesn't send robots back. So it's got to be, like, a human. So he's got to have, like, the right skin and everything. Mm. And also because then he blends in, like, you can't spot him. At a distance, I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like it should have been a lot easier for him to kill that lady. <laughs> well, he I mean, she had a protecting a guy to protect her, so that's the whole I mean that is the movie. Like if it was Who just, was the who was the guy that was protecting her? I don't know his name. Hmm. John Connor's dad in the movie. He oh. ends up he ends up being John Connor's dad. God damn, change the future. Mm-hmm. What if what if that I don't know, that's taking a lot of risk because she could have had like a miscarriage or like something could have happened with the pregnancy because it's different now. It's a different pregnancy, so yep. anything's possible. He could have just screwed everybody over. It's, well, he screwed her over. Oh, oh get it? Classy. <laughs> But yeah, like they covered this on the digital pod, digital squirrel podcast. But like, do you think John Connor knew that that was going to be his dad that he was sending back in the future? Like, do you think he was like, yeah, listen, go back and sleep with my mom? <laughs> like, listen, I, bet, I really I bet, need you to do something for me. I bet that guy had a checklist and it was two items save woman, <laughs> fuck woman. Up Apparently, not necessarily in that order, mind you. But like he was like apparently like obsessing over this um picture of Sarah Connor forever, and like 
is a virgin. Like he says he's never been, he's never done that before. But like, so it's just like, if you, it's like you and me, we're best friends. It'd be like me with a picture of your mom, like obsessing over her all the time. It's like a 20, you know, however old the dude was 20 something. Cause he knew that it was John Connor's mom. Yeah. And he still like is like, that's pretty bold to hit <laughs> on the savior of mankind's mom. It's true. It's, it, it is bold, but like she kind of takes control. Like she, she initiates a little bit. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's Terminator. crazy. Yeah. That's Terminator. So uh Terminator, I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! They how can, how uh, did they miss that joke? <laughs> how did they miss that joke? Anyway, I don't even. Let's don't move even on to know. number three. Starting with you. Starting with your uh, number three. Yep. Uh, my number three, believe it or not, is twins. I have a brother. Oh my goodness! Why you looking good? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Born to be bad. And Danny DeVito. Way to go, Mom. Are twins. My name is Julius. I'm your twin brother. Obviously. The moment I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror. Only their mother can tell them apart. Twins. The new comedy from Ivan Reitman. I don't believe it. I don't believe you. I think you got to thank Danny DeVito for that one. I always thank Danny DeVito in my prayers before I sleep at night. <laughs> now, um, again, I'd say I haven't seen these movie in a, movies in a super long time. So going back and rewatching this, it might be awful. I don't know. I'm not the authority that Carlson made me out to be on Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movies. I've never seen uh, this movie, so I, I really have nothing to add to it either. Um, it's just about... Like, so Danny DeVito, short, plump little man, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, super tall, super beefy man, apparently are twin siblings. Like, and they're separated at birth. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger grew up on this tropical island. Uh, Danny DeVito somewhere in the United States. Um, and... Schwarzenegger leaves his island to go find his family and yada, yada, yada. Eventually find out that they were part of um, an, an experiment where they took the genes of, I think, like a few different men and put them into the egg of a lady. And then I think they purposely, <clears throat> like, uh, I don't know, purposely split the egg into, you know, two, whatever you want to call it. I don't know the embryos, zygotes, zygotes. Um, put all and putting all the um, good genes into one egg and all of like the um, I don't know if recessives not technically the right yeah, term, the but undesirable, undesirable traits into the into Arnold Schwarzenegger's. <clears throat> it turns out to be Danny DeVito gets all the shit. What? Basically. What? I, I think you yeah. got that backwards. No, no, it's. Because so you like, ask any lady who she'd rather be with, they're going to say DeVito every Dan, time. Yeah, he played the penguin. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> um, so <clears throat> so that's the setup. I think it's it's mostly set up to be a comedy, but there's like, it kind of goes in different places. Like Danny, De, there's a part where Danny DeVito gets like 
super depressed when he finds out that he was all of like the unwanted like he got all the shit dna basically and you know and then kind of you're supposed to feel bad for him and then they play there's sort of an action thing going on towards the end with some sort of corporate um manhandling i don't know i didn't watching it i didn't really know what was going on i just i just knew they were giving arnold schwarzenegger a reason to beat people up excellent that's all you need but mostly it's just um played up for comedy i think and um with daniel devito there it's a pretty solid movie awesome yeah and also i also we give schwarzenegger a a a hard time a lot a lot but i think he knows what he's doing (laughs) <laughs> he's an okay he's an okay guy he seems pretty nice yeah he's all right <laughs> all right well I, I like that i i might have to give that movie a shot should we move on to my number three yeah go ahead all right well my number three is and this is going to be shocking last action hero oh well, we already talked we already talked about that one though yeah yeah we did but this is my number three not my number four. Oh, okay um yeah, but you you went through most of the whole movie, but like my favorite scene is the one where you mentioned with uh, it's the kid trying to convince Arnold Schwarzenegger that he's um he's in the movie, and so he's like, no, listen, like you're a movie star, like I've seen all your movies, and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm just a mild mannered guy trying to get through my last day, my last week of work. Like he's like, no, 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 you're this is a this is an action movie. He's like, you're you're talking crazy. And so he's like, fine, let's go to a movie rental sh- spot. I'll show you. And they go into like a blockbuster and he, sh- he goes up to find Terminator. And there's Sylvester Stallone on the cover as the Terminator, yeah. which was so clever. Like I, this is the like blew my mind when I first saw that. I was like, what did Sylvester Stallone know they did this? <laughs> like, <laughs> and so he's like, the kid's like, fine. All right. And he's like, what's the what's the phone number for the for the store here and she's like five 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 zero one 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 or whatever it was and he's like see and he's like what are you talking about he's like i bet everybody that is around here has a five 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 number so like total there'd only be ten thousand you know different numbers you could have and so then arnold goes that's why they are area codes (laughs) it's like oh foiled again (laughs) he does have a point so, yeah, but that was my favorite scene is when he's trying to convince Arnold that he's actually in a movie. But, yeah, otherwise otherwise we talked about this movie already. We should move on. We don't, don't need to rehash it. this. What's, we what's really your number don't. two? What's your number two? Um, my number two. Oh, crap. I have to scroll up again. Groundhog Day. I I don't think that's right. I don't, I don't remember oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger no. in Groundhog Day. No, Ghostbusters. I don't I don't remember him in Ghostbusters either. Okay, um, Kindergarten Cop. John Kimball is an undercover cop assigned to find a mother and son. This is the only picture we have of him. Before a killer does. You gotta handle this like any other police situation. He's been trained to fight, but there are some things. You mean you eat other people's lunches? Stop it! He's never been trained to handle. Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're walking all over me. Is Kindergarten Cop, an Ivan Reitman film, rated PG-13. Starts Friday, December 21st at theaters everywhere. Oh! Now... How's that one suit you? It suits me very well. As a matter of fact, 
it's my number two, too. Hey, we can talk about it together. Let's talk about it together. What did you like about the movie? Uh, Me too. I like that part too. (laughs) I like that part as well. Hey, calm down. All right. So, what did I like about the movie? What's the movie about? So, isn't it about like... Even watching it as a kid, I have a hard time keeping up with the plot because I think it's just an excuse to get Arnold Schwarzenegger in a room with a bunch of little kids, and that's all you really got to worry about. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I think there's like a kidnapping. Like this lady's worried that her ex-husband is going to kidnap their kid, and so like he's hired to protect them, but like he's just the kindergarten teacher so that he can watch them when they're at school. See, no, no, I like he's traveling. To this, because I think he's a cop, obviously, because kindergarten yeah. cop, and I think he's traveling with this one lady who is supposed to work as the, um, you know, the real substitute teacher. Okay. And but she gets super sick on the way there, so he has to fill in. But I think that they're there to catch. Um, I'm doing a really bad job of describing this, but I think the ki- that what you were describing is sort of like something that's also going on. Like he becomes really close to this like uh, single mom and sure. kid, while um, then the stepdad's kind of creepy and tries to kidnap him. But I think while that's going on, they're actually there to stop. I think like a duo, um, like a a guy and a lady that's that are up to no good. Oh. And they end up like setting a fire in the school and which kind of like plays off something that happened earlier in the movie. Um, but when they're doing the fire drill. Yeah. And so like now the, like in the climax of the film, I think now the f- school is actually on fire. And so they're trying to get everyone out to safety while Arnold is still trying to take care of the bad guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's actually trying to find a drug dealer. There you go. So, I IMDb'd that bitch. But yeah, I really like the movie. I mean, obviously the best part is when the best parts of the movie is when he's teaching the kids and like he ends up getting them like on a military routine where he blows a whistle and they do one thing and he blows it twice, they do something different and yeah. And everybody, I think it's I don't want to say the most quotable movie in the history of film, because it's that's not. saying a lot. Right. <laughs> but there are definitely a lot of famous lines to come out of that. Such as? It's not a tumor. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> Girls have a vagina. Boys have a penis. Yes. Those are the best. <laughs> they are. It is really quotable. So much in the same way that kindergarten cops sort of mixed the genres, um, this movie does it, I think, even that much better. And um, as much as I was super into action when I was a kid, I think I remember it more for its comedic elements with him interacting with with the kids and um, all of their all of the silliness that goes on in the room as he's trying to deal with all these rambunctious little tykes on his first day. They're incorrigible and, is what they are. Mm-hmm. And especially like that, like the first day when he, they just go completely crazy and he makes one cry. 
Yep. Or does he make all of them cry? I think he yells shut up at the top of his lungs and like everybody starts crying. Yeah, he has that effect on people now. Yeah, he does. But yeah, it's uh it's a real fish out of water story, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> and also they're they're able to put in a little action at the end with like what I like what I was saying with the fire and the drug dealers and the kidnapping and Yeah. It's I mean, he gets his uh, his quota of gun carrying and uh, fighting in, at least. I'm pretty sure it's built into his contract that he has to at least punch one guy in every I movie. think so. I think he punches a few people in Jingle All the Way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's obviously a part of a part of his contract. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else that you want to say about this one, or should we just move on to the number ones? Uh, we can move on to the number ones, I guess. All right. Number ones hit us, Blake. What's your number one? My number one is arguably the greatest action movie of all time. I cannot hype this up enough. I'm talking about Terminator 2. One program to destroy. Hey, that's my number one, too. What? No. Yes. What? No. Yes. What? No. Yes. So we've got got the same number twos, the same number ones. So let me tell you. This is a first for the high fives. Like, we've had the same number ones before, but this is the first time where it's been the same number twos. Yeah. And number ones. And we had Last Action Hero on there twice, too. Yeah, just in different order. So mm-hmm. if Nashcast is listening, these are the top tier Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Exactly. Like if, if, if you, you disagree, you're just I, wrong. If you get Eric and I to agree on something this much, you know it's true. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Blake. And you want me to tell you why Terminator 2 is the best action movie of all time? I do. I want to hear it. Tell me, Blake. Greatest antagonist of all time. Definitely. He... Dude was freaking liquid metal, could shapeshift into God knows what. Dude, it was and just a... even without the liquid metal, the dude is a fucking scary, badass antagonist. Like, just no emotion in his face. Right. Like, just every time he's on screen, you're paying attention, even when he's, like, running after that car. Yeah. And, he like... Starts... He Moving made me the best, the best villain in a movie until uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. I mean, it, it, it was amazing how good this guy was as a bad guy. He, uh, I remember the scene where like he like stops traffic and he talks to the one guy right before he kills him, and he gives him like this little sly smile, and like even then you know you're like, oh crap, this guy is dead. Mm-hmm. And it's just like and- it's so. It's just intimidating because he can't, he won't stop. And what makes him so great is the G it's genius that they put him in a police officer's uniform. Mm-hmm. Like they could have like, 
I don't know. What's he going to wear? Like, I don't know, pants and a jacket? Like, no, you're going to put... Leather jacket and jeans, like the first one? Yeah. You ju- they put him in something that, like, you know, you're supposed to run to when you're in danger. Like, you're spo- you go to police officers for help unless you live in Los Angeles. Oh, and you're black. <laughs> and you're black. <laughs> and, like, they made him, like, one of the deadliest villains in an action movie to date Mm -hmm. like i don't even know if i don't know i'd be hard pressed like we said he's the best one of the best there is you're hard pressed to think of one that's better yeah and here's the thing with like in most action movies it's like the head mobster that they're looking for like he the head mobster usually has the guy other people he works for kill do all the killing this guy killed everybody himself like this pretty much like just to express like how little um, humanity means to um, the T one thousand or T two thousand or whatever. All of them, Skynet in general. Like he pretty much just kills anyone he run comes into contact with. Mm-hmm. Like he's like doesn't he just um, grow a spike out of his arm and just mm-hmm. pierce his the um, yeah Connor's stepmom's like right through the face. I don't remember that. Not not Con- John Connor's stepmom. Well, it's somebody. Like he kills somebody on the phone. Like, yeah, but he's talking to John Connor as his stepmom or foster oh. mom or whatever. Oh. And like, and you're you you don't know it's not really her when he's first talking to him. But then they go to the other side of the phone conversation, and it's I think him and. Like he has her super dead. Yeah. It's a, it's just, it's a creepy and cold villain. And that, yeah, you're you're right. That's exactly what makes the movie. And I think like just, there was so much that they were able to do and did with the fact that he could sort of melt and, however you want to explain what he does. But there's one time where he like hides in a tile floor by Mm -hmm. just being one of the squares in the tile floor. Yeah. And like, he just, and at the time, the special effects of, uh, were just like, they were really good. Like, I guess I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't know how well they, they hold up, but they were pretty solid. I would agree. But yeah, I mean, if you if you can find a better action movie, let me know because I I have yet to see one. And then you know, Hasta La Vista, that's in this movie. Yep, baby. <laughs> that's when, I'll be back. Yep. I'll be back. Well, I'll there. be back. I'll be back. Is from the first one. So. Oh right, right, right. Does I think he must say it in the second one too? Uh he might. Yeah, because um, yeah, in the first one, wasn't it like he wants to get somewhere, and the like a security guard won't let him, like, yeah. pass whatever, and he goes, "I'll be back," and he leaves, and I think he then he drives, drives the truck, car, yeah, right, drives yeah. right into the building. Yep. Um, but that's another thing uh, worth remarking. I think just the complete change of tone from the first movie to the second one because i think the first one plays more like sort of a horror movie with like yeah you know I would you, agree with that. You, you sort of like the terminator is like sort of akin to 
any other movie monster. Like they're always like right behind mm-hmm. um, the leads and he's going to kill them. And whereas the second movie is just straight up action movie where it's robot versus robot. Um, it's less um, about survival. And, well, definitely about survival. There's a lot of running and whatnot, but also mm-hmm. he's on, on the offense a lot too. Right. But yeah, um, and that's kind of the weird thing too. Is like usually you see like the villain like walking after you and like is always able to keep up somehow. But this movie, they got the bad guy running like yeah, super fast. Exactly, like he's he he ran a lot in that movie. So but yeah, that was a good list. What were some movies that you thought maybe would have made the list or didn't make the list or um, Jingle All the Way? How close was Jingle All the Way to making your list? When I first started thinking about it, I it was a strong contender, like to be a number five, sort of just like an intro one. Sure. But um, when I actually looked at his filmography, I'm like, eh, I should probably put some actual real movies on here. <laughs> um, I'm I I kind of want to watch the Expendable movies because those look fun. They might uh, make it onto my list, but I haven't seen them. I yet. don't know. I Parks and Recreation kind of made fun of the Expendable movies, so I think I'm gonna pass. It was like Andy. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? Yes, Andy Dwyer. Yeah, he um, like is talking to Audrey Plaza. I think that's her real name. Aubrey. Aubrey. Mm-hmm. I forget her name in the show right now. It's drawing a blank. I can't think of it either. Shit. Yeah. So he he just says something like, um, you know, he, he's trying to teach like sort of give a moral at the end of the story, but it completely goes the other way. He goes, you know, it's like the expendables, you know, I watched it one time and, you know, I didn't really like it, but then I thought about it some more. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it another try. And then I watched it again and I'm really starting to think I don't care for the expendables. <laughs> like that was probably, I probably brutalized the crap out of that quote, which is exactly what I think listeners expect when I try and quote something. April. April Ludgate. April, there you go. April <laughs> Ludgate. Sorry, that's what um, I, that was what was going on in my mind. <laughs> good show. You guys should watch it. Um, but uh, I thought of some not not so much what movies almost made my list, but just movies that I kind of forgot that starred Arnold Schwarzenegger that I watched. Like I think End of Days, which is his sort of um, apocalypse movie um, that he was in, where he's up against the devil. I don't remember that one at all. Um, I re- on one of our football, um, you know, when, one of those occasions when we were in football where we had to do that extra long uh, trip where yeah. we got like the coach buses. Um, I think on one on the ride back, James Inman was trying to convince the coach to put an end of days <laughs> to put. And um, the one thing I do remember about that movie, aside from the fact that he dies at the end, spoiler, is that like Satan has his followers and one of his followers like brings him into his home one night and um, he ends up having Satan ends up having a three way with the guy's wife and the guy's daughter. Oh, which is creepy. But what makes it even creepier is when they're all in bed together, he absorbs them. Ooh. Like, not even like they turn into energy and like go into them. Like, he, they're like flesh, actually, like kind of 
gross goes into yeah it's um definitely weird and the whole fact that when you think about the mom and the daughter having sex and yeah yeah, it's it's definitely a disturbing sort of part of what is sort of your standard that's the only remarkable thing about that movie it's the only thing i really remember so it's probably not the greatest movie the movie that i thought for sure you were going to put on here was batman and robin why? <laughs> because it's so quotable. It's way more no. quotable than any of the other movies than than uh, than Kindergarten Cop. Come on, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you are just um, um, trolling, you. trolling me and the listeners because <laughs> that is just awful. It's just the worst. Cool. Stop it. <laughs> Why are you giving me the cold shoulder? Why? <laughs> I'm pretty sh- sure I told you to stop. Fine, fine. But, yeah. Well, that was, that have... was good high fives. I, yeah, I liked it. It was okay. I don't know. Listeners can tell us how that episode turned out. I'm not I'm not sold on it. Uh, I like the part where I yelled at Nash cast for a little bit. Yeah, I like that, too. I li- you should yell at them more often. Just... I probably, it'll probably make its way back <laughs> into the show. Um, Especially if they're ever on here, I'll just yell at them right to their right to their faces. stupid faces. <laughs> yes. So you guys come to America and get yelled at. <laughs> I keep like we keep saying like, hey, like me and Scott, I I've like we've said on Twitter like, hey, you you free for some playing some Rise on the Xbox One tonight? And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And then I get home, I'm sitting on my Xbox One, I'm waiting for him to come online. Doesn't show. What a twice. son of a bitch. Twice he's done that to me. Two times. Two God times. Damn it. Listen, I get that they live in the future. <laughs> I understand we're, that. We're it makes five sense. five hours from now. But you know, come on. Have a yeah. have a little let's have a little decorum. And I'm sure that word doesn't work here, but I think it sounds yeah, important it sounds and enough. impressive. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. That's yeah. all I care about. You don't like it? You tell me how I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you send me the real definition to the word decorum and use it properly in a sentence. Yeah. But. So I'm going to, again, (laughs) say that this episode wasn't the best, but keep in mind, I put this list together like earlier today and I didn't do any research. This episode was the best. This episode is the best. It's way because we're fighting the Nash cast here on this one, man. Come on. I don't know, man. Come on, dude. No, Dave, man. What? Hey, just do this they, for me. Just do this for me, okay? Super nice accents, and they're charming. Uh, yeah, but come on, man. This is like a national pride thing. The best episode of anything in your faces across any medium. How are you gonna handle that shit, digital squirrel? How are you gonna handle that shit? So do we have to, did they lay out the challenge explicitly to us or did you just put your foot in your mouth and say like, we're going to show you how it's done? Um, I took it upon us to show them how it's done. Oh, so what you're saying is we can't challenge them because we're still waiting for them to challenge us, for us challenging them exactly. to watch Surf Ninja. So we can't even end with a challenge. No, we'll, we'll get their, their weak ass challenge in the, their next episode. So some sometimes Carlson. You know what? Also, kind of chaps my ass. 
they uh they dropped our episode with the the challenge episode of ours that we gave to them. At the same time, they dropped an episode with Jamie Walton, a fucking celebrity. It's like, are they just trying to hide it? Are they ashamed Probably. of it? Are they Probably. Are they ashamed that they didn't pass the challenge? Because Scott obviously has no taste in movies if he doesn't like Surf Ninjas. Obviously. Although they I will say, I will say that him going on about how bad that movie is is like the best like listening experience I've had in a long time. Yeah, I was actually on the treadmill when I was listening to this episode, and I had to stop and send out a tweet saying, like, I don't think you understand what I meant when I said Surf Ninjas was a good movie. Because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, oh, it's a really good movie. You should check it out. I'm saying, like, it's friggin', it's kind of a train wreck, but it's sort of fun. <laughs> he should have known what he was in for when we told him that it starred Rob Schneider and Tone Loke. <laughs> And Leslie Nielsen as the villain. Like, you, you got to know what you're getting with that. Mm-hmm. Any higher expectations you had for that movie are your own fault. Yeah. Blame yourself. Exactly. Don't, don't get mad at us. Like, he was starting to, he was throwing heat at us for throwing, giving him this challenge. But you know what? Not our fault. Like you were nope. the one who went in thinking you were going to watch friggin' Groundhog Day or Citizen Kane or some good movie. Yeah. It's your own fault. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Hashtag. Don't say hashtag. I already did. Don't. Don't do it. While you're at it, don't say the huge. Don't say totes. Don't say perf. All right. Well, I thought this episode was pretty decent. God damn it. <laughs> but anyway, until next week, I'm Eric. And I am just so tired and you've just been high-fived I can get a good rant going. You can. No, there are a few ranters that are as ranty as you. I rant with the best of them. And I rant. I rant so I rant hard. far away. <laughs> we couldn't I get rant. away. I rant from night to day. Wait. Well, yeah, yeah, because we started at nine. Yeah. So rant you from rant night, from night to day. Rant from night to day. Or, or all night and day. Which Either one. Yeah. All right. Seriously, dude, I gotta get away. <laughs> Excellent.